Have you ever celebrated something that once felt so hard to imagine possible and then gave yourself a high five for getting there? Well, it takes grit audacity, and consistency to get your goals. And today in the Waste Up Wardrobe studio, you're going to learn how to get big audacious goals and who can get you there because I am interviewing two of my business mentors who have helped hundreds of business owners get those big audacious goals. But you know the drill. If you want to soak up all their wisdom, you're going to have to stick around to find out. Welcome to Waste Up Wardrobe. I'm Christine Vartanian, a civil engineer and attorney turned personal style expert and image consultant. As the founder of Jade for All Seasons, I am passionate about unveiling the inner confidence of my clients by developing their personal style. But is getting dressed up still important in our virtual world? Well, that's where my experience can help with what I call Waste Up Wardrobe. Waste Up Wardrobe is a podcast for all things you need to conduct an outstanding Zoom meeting. It's about how to dress for the camera, but it's not just about the clothes. It's about everything you need to know to show up on brand and professionally for the camera. Join me in the Waste Up Wardrobe studio to discuss how to navigate this virtual world and dominate from behind the desk. Hello, Virtual Nation. It is amazing to be here today on June 30th of 2022, celebrating 100 episodes of Waste Up Wardrobe. Thank you for being here. And thank you to my very amazing producer, Rick Moscoso, who is always in the production room making this entire show happen. He is the uh, wind beneath the wings of this show, and he is a big part of the celebration today of 100 episodes. This, as you know, uh, Waste Up Wardrobe was born as a result of helping clients, my clients, business owners in general, and entrepreneurs to help them to show up professionally on camera. And it has evolved. It's evolved into a show where not only are you showing up professionally in the way you dress and the way your image is, but even your mindset, how that comes through the camera. We've had shows on, you know, with business owners and mindset coaches on body language with uh, body language experts. We've had really across the gamut, every show that a business owner would find helpful. And what we've tried to do with Waste Up Wardrobe is create a library for business owners where if they needed help on how to style their hair for the camera, there's a show on that. If they needed a, um, an episode on how to accessorize for the camera, there's a show for that. Or what body language to use and what not to use, we have a show for that too. How your confidence can show through the camera lens. Well, we have a show for that. And we have a show on lighting design and technology design and set design. We really have tried to cover the gamut. So when you think about Waste Up Wardrobe, I hope that you think about a place where you can come to really get every resource met on how you can work virtually from the office and even take it and translate it to meeting in person or in a hybrid office. So thank you for joining us. Thank you for knowing that uh, we are always here at 1130 on Thursdays in, on Facebook streaming live. We've done this 
for a hundred shows, with maybe an exception of maybe five where we've had to pre-record. But generally, we're always here live because we want to have a dialogue and we want to build up this community. And in addition to that, know that we are on iTunes. So go there, review us and rate us, if you will. And uh, you can listen to us if you don't, if you can't watch us. So we're also on YouTube and uh, we are always here at 1130 on Thursdays bringing you a new fresh show. And today's show isn't any different. It is actually, we really wanted to give you a dynamic show that if you are a person in business and you're an entrepreneur, you do not want to miss the show because I've brought two people on the show in a panel that are amazing mentors. They have coached hundreds of business owners to get those big audacious goals that they always talk about. They've navigated with uh, with business owners their ups and downs, and they really know how to turn a business around and to make you inspired to do better and reach those goals and always hang on to your why. And so I am going to start bragging about them because I want to introduce these two amazing um, mentors. And the first person that will be here today is my direct mentor, Lacey Hagen. And let me just brag about her a little bit. I want to share her bio with you. She is the founder and CEO of a very luxurious company called Boutte Nouveau Botanical Beauty and brings to Pinnacle, Pinnacle Global Network, which is the organization that they are a part of as business mentors, 20 years of experience in the luxury product and service marketplace. So she really knows the beauty industry. She has worked extensively with sales and merchandising and product positioning and building relationships. And she is a strategy, a strategy partner that I know firsthand how I, you know, how great she is at strategizing for businesses. Uh, and she has been a business owner of her, of in her own right with Boutte Nouveau and has worked in the beauty industry for years. So please help me welcome Lacey Hagen to the show. Hi, Lacey. How are you? It's so amazing to have you here. I'm so excited and thrilled that you'll get to share your genius with the audience today. Thank you. I'm so thrilled to be here. I am so appreciative of this opportunity. And I love Waste Up Wardrobe. I love everything that you do. So I could not be more pleased to be here and to talk about business and achieving our goals and support you in this way. Yeah, well, you know, this is an episode not to be missed. It's one that I'm going to be sharing with so many business owners during for the replay because I really think that everybody's going to really want to hear what both you and my next special guest um, you know, have to say. And my next special guest is Melissa Woods. And Melissa started her career in the late 80s when she founded JW Tumblers, Tumbles, excuse me, a children's gym, which she expanded into a hugely successful franchise with over 40 locations in five countries worldwide. She wrote the book on creating a thriving franchise. Um, Secrets of Franchise Success covers everything needed to grow a national and global company franchise. Melissa Woods helps CEOs through the Pinnacle Global Network, and she has been in that organization for a quite some time from the inception of the business. And she is an extraordinary business owner, an extraordinary mentor. Please help me welcome Melissa Woods to the show. Hi, Melissa. Hi. I'm so honored to be part of this show today. A hundred episodes. Wow. Well, I'll 
thank you for that. But let me just say that Pinnacle Global Network, yourself, Lacey, Allison, Maslin are a part of the show because, and I just get chills as I say that, because, you know, with everything that I built, my education, my experience, my business growing strategies that all came from Pinnacle and its mentors. So you are part of the show from the inception. So thank you for being here. Uh, right before we get started on really the meat of the conversation that we really want to be able to tell people about growing their businesses, getting their goals, being staying inspired and in that mindset of, you know, how do I keep going? I just want to play a little game. Game <laughs> and just have people get to know each of you on a personal basis. So, Lacey, I'm going to ask you this question. I'm probably I'm going to ask you, Melissa, too. So I, you get a little bit of a lead time here, a little handicap. But, um, Lacey, how would you? How would your best friend describe you? That's a tough one. I think caring uh, would come to mind. Uh, funny, mildly entertaining in a quirky way. Um, but probably more so the main pillar would be somebody that they could always call and count on and probably a better friend in the hard times than in the good ones. Yeah. So yeah, that, I, I love that you say that because I firsthand as your, you know, as somebody who you mentor on a regular basis, I can vouch for caring and that's how I would describe you I invested. Um, that's how I would describe you and just really understanding of this um, idea of luxury, the luxury brand, which I love so much about you, as you know, because I'm growing a luxury brand. I'm growing a brand that I want to be exclusive and I want exclusive in some ways, but also attainable for most people. Right. So it's not that luxury where people can't attain, but it's that that everybody deserves to feel like a celebrity and everybody deserves to be pampered and taken care of. So um Thank you for that. I love you for that. And I'll just turn the tables to Melissa. Melissa, how would your best friend describe you? Let's see. Um, she would say that I am a fierce entrepreneur, meaning I find an idea for a business in practically every conversation we have. <laughs> um, that I am also like a hippie at heart. Like I love live music and barefoot on the beach and yeah, so I'm definitely that freedom girl um, and that I'm deeply invested in in her happiness and just anybody's happiness. Yeah. So, yeah. That was well, I, I mean, I think that's 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 remarkable. So I, I, I want to add to that because just from knowing you over the years and, you know, every time I talk to you and have a conversation with you, I feel as though you're so grounded. Like I feel that feeling of you being so grounded that the wisdom that comes out of your mouth when you talk to me is like it's an aha moment in and of itself that you just feel like a person that somebody could talk to and really get out a lot of the conversation. Cheryl Hodgson is here. She's congratulating us on the 100 episodes. Thank you for being here, Cheryl. And um, just there is some there's such weight behind what you say in the way that you say it that makes the people that you're mentoring really absorb it and think deeply about it. Hmm. So I really appreciate that about you. Oh, thank you. <laughs> a compliment. Thank you. I would second that. And 
we got a little bit of a, a hold on. Lacey, this is what happens with a live show, right? There you go, Lacey. You, you froze for a second, but we're used to dealing with those things. <laughs> I was just saying I agree in every way. Uh, okay, yeah. perfect. Okay, I want to just get right to the meat because I really want people to just absorb the wisdom that you both have. And this is what I love about Pinnacle Global Network, right? The company that both of you are mentors of, that I am a member of. Um, is that there are like maybe 40 mentors right now in the in the group and everyone has their own style of mentoring and everybody has this gift and this genius so we potentially have this ability to learn from everybody differently which i think is so amazing i mean that is that's a testament to Allison Maslam the leader of this group who really you know, knows how to choose the people that will be of service. So I just think um, that's it's so amazing. That's why having two people on a panel, you'll get a different thought and a different perspective every single time, right? So um, Melissa, the first thing I kind of wanted to lead with because I know as a as a as a business owner now, I've been in business with Jade for All Seasons. That's now the Jade House of Style for ten years. And I remember as a baby business back when I was like two we two years into it, I I kept telling myself, why do I need a business mentor? Why like that? Is that necessary? You know. Um, and so my question to you is, why? What does having a business mentor do for a business owner? Yeah, it's a great question. Um, I would say number one is helping you get out of your own way because as business owners, we just tend to see things from one lens. It's the same lens that we've been working with. And when you can get that perspective, that outside perspective, it is life changing, life changing. And sometimes it's right in front of you. You're just, you just can't see it. And so mentorship helps you see that perspective. We also are, we, we like to think of ourselves as guides. So there's always going to be a question. And even if we don't have that exact answer, we will help our business owners find the answer so that they can continually move forward. And you know what it's like, sometimes you get stuck because you just literally don't know where to look for that answer. And so when you have a, a mentor that can say, well, let's, let's look at all these different ways to find that answer, we're going to get there so that we can move forward. Yeah, sometimes it's just really nice, even as an expert in your field and industry, to have another expert telling you what to do. <laughs> sometimes every smart person needs to surround themselves with other smart people to see it from a different perspective. And so I, I completely agree. And Lacey, I'm just curious too, And what is your perspective on that? Why do you think having a mentor is important for business owners? Well, for so many reasons, and absolutely with what Melissa said, in addition, I think, you know, we oftentimes think we need to do it ourselves, or we can figure it out, or we need to figure it out. But there's a lot of value in shortcuts. If you have the lovely opportunity of talking about your idea or your strategy with somebody who's already walked those footsteps or works with people who are walking a lot of different paths, you have the opportunity to, to sort of bypass some of the trial and error. You save yourself time, you save yourself money, you save yourself heartache. You know, why not take a shortcut? Business is challenging enough as it is. So I think there's a lot of value in hashing out ideas before you have to do them all yourself. And then also 
you know, we have a lot of blind spots as men, as business owners, you know, we're channel thinkers, we're focused on something. There's a lot in the periphery that we might not see. So having somebody like a mentor to say, oh, well, have you thought about this? Have you looked at this piece? Just being able to, to look at yeah, I mean, exactly. That What Lacey says is absolutely 100% true. And uh, Sharon Yusey joined us right now. Lacey, we lost you for a second. But I mean, you're absolutely right. You know, it's like that shortcut. How do we get from point A to point B without driving ourselves crazy? Because and sometimes as business owners, we have blinders on. We have we can only see one way. And and it's and you know asking a friend or even a fellow business owner is great but a mentor is different in the sense that they are invested in the outcome for you in a way that's different and they um they're really removed from it so they have this objective way of looking at things and so to so when i was two years into my business and i met allison maslin on stage as she was talking about mentorship and 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 business business coaching, I was like, oh, you know, maybe I maybe I need that, but why do I need it? And so these things that you highlight are absolutely some of the reasons I decided to do this. But one of the biggest reasons was I realized at that point in my life that I always believed in everybody around me. I would support girlfriends. I've invested in my girlfriend's companies and with like hard money. <laughs> I did so many things for everybody around me and I believed in people so much. Like I would never tell somebody you couldn't do something. I My philosophy is if my son or daughter comes to me and they're like, I want to be an Olympian. I'm like, okay, let's think about that. You know, I would never say, no, you're never gonna do that. And I thought to myself, why am I not investing in myself? Why wouldn't I take this step for myself? And so, uh, you know, with Allison, holding me between her hands. Like I remember exactly what happened to Christine, you need to do this for yourself. I was like, yes, I'm going to do it. And I am so glad I did because six years into it, I realized just how valuable that is. And Sharon is here, Sharon, you see, um, and uh, thank you for being here once again. I, you know, but the next thing I wanted to kind of hit on um, is that uh, Melissa, you've really coached hundreds of business owners. I mean, being part of Pinnacle and just being a business owner yourself. What is that one thing that you see as the biggest obstacle in common for most people who own business or entrepreneurs? Well, it's almost like what I just said before, which is themselves. Yeah. <laughs> they are their own obstacle right um you just get fear can get in the way of trying new things um and the unknown is also a huge obstacle because if you're going to be doing something for the first time and you don't know what the outcome is a lot of people would rather stay on the course that they know even if it's not working uh, so i would say the biggest obstacle really is um, getting out of your own way, trying new things, um, making decisions quickly, and um, and not being afraid to to risk every now and then uh, an idea because you know from trying something new comes the next step. Even if it doesn't work, there's going to be the next step. And yeah. so I would say that it has a lot to do with the fear of the unknown and getting in their own way, business owners who get in their own way. Yeah, uh, 
So, so true. And, and Sharon is, you know, saying it's so easy to get in my own way. She's also a business owner. And, you know, and uh, I, I tend to agree. I mean, I had to, I had to push myself to get out of my way <laughs> to actually take the step of, of, you know, being coached by somebody in business. And, um, and I always viewed myself as a, somebody who doesn't take risks. I was always a safe, you know, I had to be safe. And, Stepping into business and entrepreneurship is the riskiest thing I've done, <laughs> but it has so much reward. And I'm so glad I did it, you know? So uh, I turn the tables to you, Lacey. So do you have a, like a one thing that you see is a different than Melissa's thoughts on that? Or do you, do you have another perspective on that? Well, I agree and in, in every way. I also would add to that old stories. You know, we tend to really believe our old stories. And oftentimes when we're trying to do something new or scary, uh, we think we believe something that doesn't really serve us. It doesn't really align with where we wanna go and it can really hold you back. So being able to identify that old story and actually let go of it is when I, I feel like business owners can actually move forward. And as they practice being aware of these stories and letting them go, more and more movement. So I would say old stories is my number one. Yeah. For my so, one thing. Yeah. So interesting. Cause as I was, uh, you know, as I was uh, highlighting that I always viewed myself as somebody who doesn't take any risks, right. Just changing that idea about myself was kind of like a new story, right? Uh, so it, it so aligned with everything we're talking about here. It's it, and it and it's so true, um, but it takes it takes a lot of guts to be a business owner. You know, it's really not for the faint of heart, and we know that the rewards are big just having been business owners and seeing, you know, the whole journey. Um, but in those low moments, right, when you're coaching your, your business owner clients, in those low moments when a business owner is feeling down or defeated, what is the number one way you bring them up, Lacey? What is that number one thing that, you know, the first place you go to really kind of pull them back up? I'd say the first place I go is connecting as a human being. You know, what's really going on with you as a human being? Let's stabilize the baseline of humanity. You know, how are you as a person? And then, you know, really diagnosing with questions. What is it that's bringing you down? Is it that you've lost your vision? Is it that you are not clear on your values? Is it that you aren't feeling far enough, fast enough? Like, what is it really that is that is causing this this feeling. So I think first you have to really get to the root of what's going on. Um, and sometimes it's just the need for rest. You know, is it is this a time to put the pause on, reevaluate, take a moment, and then Yeah. And I remember that so quickly be, being mentored by Lacey. Sorry, Lacey, you you cut out for I a second. Know. I don't know what's going on. I'm so sorry. Um, I, I'm just saying anecdotally, like I being your, you know, your client, I, um, I remember having those little moments. I remember right in 2020 when everybody was pivoting and I told you, I am not pivoting. I'm standing still. 
I'm not doing yeah. it. <laughs> you didn't even want to hear the word pivot. You said, I don't like that word. I'm not using it. <laughs> I'm done. I don't, I'm done hearing that word. Please stop saying that. And you said, well, Christine, maybe yours isn't a pivot. Maybe it's just this big ship that is going to take a slower time to move in the right direction. And right after that, I uh, gave birth to Waste Up Wardrobe. And that was my my uh, rebirth in the in 2020, which, you know, is incredible. You know, it was really just this low moment of like, am I just going to like, am I just going to stop doing what I'm doing? Am I going to change what I'm doing altogether? What is going to happen? I, I almost just don't want to do this anymore. And um, and it was just it was that conversation, you know, that talking about maybe just don't think like everybody else is thinking and really, um, and you took my temperature and it really, this is why mentorship is so important. And Melissa, just curious your perspective on that. You know, like I said, it's not for the faint of heart. So what do you do when somebody's at that lowest moment? Because, you know, we all have them, right? Everybody sees the the accomplishments, the successes, uh, then they envy you all. And then they're like, but they don't realize those low days. Well, I mean, it's human, just like what Lacey was saying. Everybody has those days. Everybody does. Every single client I've ever coached will have that, will come to me at one point in our relationship or maybe several times feeling that way. Um, and I I just want to, whatever, what Lacey said is exactly the first place you want to start. And then from there, it's always like, let's just put everything aside. And when you started this business, like, what were you thinking? What were your what your thoughts about it? What was your vision? What you know? Why did you even do this business? What did you want? What did, where did you think it was going to take you? And we just go back to that original like, well, I you know I really wanted to serve the population I was serving, or I wanted to be able to have more freedom in my life. Whatever that is, um, then we sort of do an analysis on well, let's talk about what we've accomplished so far because we really have. And I think what Lacey said is so important. Sometimes we're just burned out. Sometimes when we're at that point, we're just completely burned out and we need to take a pause and it's okay to take that pause. It's, and in fact, I think uh, Lacey can concur with this, that as mentors, we give a lot of our, um, a, a lot of our responsibility with our clients is to give them permission to pause, right? Yeah. Because Sometimes you don't, you know, it's not like your mom's telling you, okay, you need to rest now, or your teacher's telling you, go home for the weekend and play. You know, we are that to a lot of our our clients. And we just have to say, you know, it's time for you to step back. And it's yeah. okay. Yeah. Oh, it's so true. It's so true. Were you going to say something, Lacey? No. Oh, yeah, no, it's so true. And Sharon uh, is saying, you know, those pivotal moments, right? It's a pivot. It's that pivotal moment, like you know, you're pivoting. It be- to it it became a boost to greater things. Exactly. When you're shifting things, when you're in a low moment, and then you're you're you know you're growing out of it. You really are growing, right? There's this shift that happens, and very very possibly you're going on to greater things, which I can speak firsthand. And she loves the idea of permission to pause, which Lacey talks about all the time. It's absolutely 100% true because sometimes I'll look to Lacey and go, okay, Christine, you've been going at it really well. You've done a lot. So just take take a, take a minute. Mm-hmm. And when Lacey says take a minute, I'm like, oh, okay, I'm not slacking. <laughs> I'm not slacking because that's what I'm thinking. Am I slacking? You know? So 
it is that's another perspective on why it's so important to have a mentor because you need people sometimes wiser than you that are looking at the bigger picture to look back and tell you what to do because they see it the bigger picture which is quite interesting. And Cheryl is saying, um, I've just given myself the permission to pause and rethink. And it, you know, that is, and I feel like this time of year in June, um, people tend to do that in their business because we hit the ground running in January. We go, go, go. And then June is like, okay, everybody's at the beach. <laughs> Can we, is it okay for us to, to just kind of regroup? And um, yeah, that, so it, it, that feels something that in common for most people, business owners. And I just kind of want to go back to something you said, Melissa, uh, you know, you, when you said about, you talk to your business owner clients, uh, about what, how they've come, where they've come, like how far they've come when they've hit that low and also why they're doing this. And I totally resonate with that because personally, my mind, when I'm feeling down or I'm having a bad day in business or like something to go like I expected it to, um, or I couldn't convert a client. I thought it was a slam dunk or something like that. I go back to my why. And Lacey knows this about me very well. I'm very much, I, I, I have a firm belief that if a business owner is connected to their ultimately deep why, not that superficial why, not that I dress women to make them feel great in their outfits. That's the superficial why what's underlying that and then what's underlying that that real deep why that visceral connection you have to the business that one that might lie next to you know that 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 urge that that wound maybe that made you create your business in the first place then you can't fail you're doing it for something bigger than yourself and so i go there and and i've discussed this with lacy so many times so i totally get that like going back to why are we doing this why did you even start it in the first place can be a, a big motivation to keep going so what is and i'll direct this to you first lacy what is your definition of success because i know that there's so many cliches out there about success and where you know and everybody has a different definition and um so what what would like what would you say yours is because i know you're so profound when it comes to these things you're kind um <laughs> well from the perspective of mentoring my definition of success is your definition of success and really being clear that it's yours. Your why is your definition of success. Why did you start this? Oftentimes, it's like Melissa said, more freedom in my life, time with my family. You know, there's there's whys. So sometimes they're financial. I want to hit X amount of revenue. I want to hit X amount of income. You know, I want to exit my company within X amount of time. And those are all great measurements. But really, for me, it comes down to, is your life the life that you want to be living? And are we getting there? Yeah. And my definition of success might be very different from yours. You know, one of my definitions is time in my garden. I love that. I feel very successful when I have time to do that. And that's where. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think what Lacey's saying mentor. about def oh, defining okay. success. Sorry, go ahead. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Just as a mentor, it's, it's really my job is to make sure that we are clear on your definition of success and we are keeping our eye on that prize on a constant basis. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, truly is different for different people, you know? And so Melissa, what are your thoughts on that? So again, I concur with Lacey a hundred percent. I mean, really 
um, in the mentoring world, I mean, our only agenda is the success of our clients, which is a really cool agenda to have. That's all. That's the only thing we care about. Um, I think it's a really deep um, question uh, because I think it's very subjective. And um, as I go around the sun every year, I, I kind of, you know, I have to kind of reevaluate what success is to myself. I mean, at one point it was like drive, 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 money, 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 money. That was a big part of it. But when I finally realized that it's about uh, the anchor of what feels right in your in your soul, like, you know, when I think about freedom, like freedom, we can talk about freedom all day long. What does it mean for you? For me, though, when I think about freedom and I think about what that means to me and I can really anchor it in my soul, like in my in my being, then I know, OK, that's what success is like. It's a real inner inner thing, you know, um, certainly balance and, um, and, um, opportunity and choice, all those, all those things are part of, of success to me. But, um, like I said, it's a large conversation yeah. and can go in many directions. And Lacey and I probably have had this conversation, we can we could do a Socratic conversation around any subject. Give it to us. We will pick it apart forever. Yeah. What a great topic to have a conversation about, right? Success, definition of success and how everybody defines it and the perspective. I think it could depend on your values too. It depends what you hold dear to yourself, right? Do you value more, you know, uh, travel? Do you value more, you know, do you value, do you have certain money goals that you have to attain because you're supporting a family? You know, like where is it that you're coming from can really um, help you define success for yourself. Um, and I wonder if it changes. I mean, does yeah. it change every chapter, every 10 years? Do you read? I mean, for me, that's sort of how it's been. It's always has that underlying like, you know, piece to it. It's like the, the anchor of it. But it definitely, you know, changes a little bit, which is really fun. Yeah, it changes. Yeah, yeah. It changes with every season of your life. I remember when I was a stay-at-home mom for 10 years as raising my kids, my definition of success is bringing them joy every day and, and, and raising them to be good human beings, you know, and just doing my very best to get there. So, and then now that I'm in a different season of my life, it's a little bit different. Absolutely yeah. true. Yeah. Well, there's also the piece of successes, which is, are you Oh, that was such a good wisdom I'm nugget. Show you back. Yeah. <laughs> Say that again, Lacey. So, so also, you know, is is the definition of success you're operating from truly your own or is that? Yeah. Or is it somebody yeah. else's? Or societies, right? Totally. I mean, yeah. Totally. <laughs> Kristen Levine is here. She said congratulating us on 100 episodes. And uh, thank you for being here, Kristen. Always nice to see you. You know, totally what Lacey's saying about another person's success. When I was a college student, my dad wanted me to go to law school. That's how I ended up in law school, because that was his definition of success. Mm -hmm. And 
you know, and I was living by that. I mean, it brought me to where I am today. I, you know, I don't regret it. It was a little bit of a windy road to get to where I'm at. But, you know, it's so interesting because there are certain expectations that might define success around you. And so that's very interesting. And, uh, and you know, Sharon is, she's, uh, she's saying these are big questions and, and very thoughtful answers. And they are. And this is what we as business owners do, really. I mean, you know, being a business owner and entrepreneur is about really exploring the deep meaning in life because we are always exploring our why and we are always trying to figure out our purpose. You know, we are, we've started businesses because we had a bigger purpose than we ever thought possible. And so we started this business so that we can serve other people and really fulfill our purposes. So yes, these are big questions, but the wonderful thing is we have some real good wisdom here that that is discussing it. So, you know, when a biz, when when there's a as a business owner yourself, Melissa, uh, when was a time that you kind of hit a low, like a rock bottom or a low, and how did you coach yourself out of it if you did at all? Yeah. Oh my gosh. How I I, can, I have to just start thinking about which one I'm going to say because there were <laughs> lots of them, <laughs> right? I would say like one that always comes to mind. Um, I was in business for like maybe two years, three years. We had just our first employee. This was our first location. We had our first employee. We kind of had no idea what we were doing, but we were doing it and we were very successful quickly with what we were doing. We had one employee that we were grooming, grooming to the point of like to actually helping him with his hygiene, like literally grooming him from top to bottom to be um, a director for us so that we could step away from our, our business and do other things. And he tells us um, that he was going to be taking a trip around the world and he be was really looking forward to it. And instead of taking the trip around the world, we threw him a big party. He opened up the same program um, about 10 miles away from us and took a lot of our clients with us. <laughs> and I mean, I was just shocked that somebody would do that in the first place. Somebody that we had given so much to and that would have no regard for you know, integrity of any kind. Um, of course, what went through my mind is I'm going to, at his grand opening, I'm going to release a bunch of fleas in his place. <laughs> you know, we, were, we had a good time thinking about all the things we were going to do to get back at him. And then when I finally came to the point of, you know, like it's about like karma. And I, I mean, I don't mean to be so woo woo, but it really is like this is not going to work out for him. It's not an easy business. We might have made it look easy. It's there's a lot to it. And, you know, I'm going to go ahead and push him like good luck and just stay focused on what I needed to stay focused on. Um, but it took me a little bit of time, honestly, to get there without thinking of all those horrible things I was going to do to, <laughs> to see him fall on his face. Yeah. Gut punch. You know, those moments where you get gut punched a little yeah. bit and you're like, you're, you, you, all the work, all the sweat, all the, you know, and then you're, you feel like the, just the rug got pulled from underneath you. But, you know, as entrepreneurs often do, you just carry on and you, you just do your, you just do your thing and you do you and you do your best. And obviously you've seen, you saw much success after that. So it didn't, you know, the outcome was great, but of course that moment, that low can be very difficult. 
Definitely. Uh, so Lacey, I mean, I know you own a, an amazing business. I, I used your products. The Boutet Nouveau products are bar none my favorite when it comes to um, body care um, and skin care. Um, tell, is there, has there been a moment like that that you can remember that you'd love, like to share with us? Oh, girl, I so many. I mean, just like Melissa, I don't I don't know. I mean, I think that's part of the journey, you know, the, the falling down and then getting back up. But there I will full disclosure. There have been many times I've sobbed on the floor. I mean, many. Um, the one that's really coming to mind is, you know, when you have this ideal, this is going to be it. If I get to this place, I will have made it. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be the it thing for my business. And I got there. I got into anthropology and I thought, this is it. This is this is the pinnacle. This is this is the store I've built everything for to get into. And I thought, you know, all the things were gonna come with it. The notoriety, the business, the revenue, the the accolades. And I, as I started this process of working with them, I started learning that it was the exact opposite of what I truly wanted. It was so challenging. It was not lucrative. It was a ton of work for very little reward. It was grueling and it was a grind. And I thought, well, what am I going to do now? Like, what's the plan now? What do we do? Where do we go from here? If this was the end all be all and it's not, you know, what now? And I think most of the experiences that have been related to those those sad moments have been related to, wow, that is not what I thought it was going to be, or that didn't work out like we planned. What now? You know, now, now we, we got here, then we came here. Now, how do we get back up here? Um, so that's the, that's kind of the pattern or the feeling that's usually associated with that other feeling of, (laughs) oh, good goodness. So I, I think that's been the, the, the eye-opening experiences where I've learned that things are not what I had built them up to be in my mind. Yeah. And then what, what do we do from there? Yeah. So it's so interesting, right? Because as business owners, you've been through your thing too, right? You've been through those ups and downs, just like you coach people through it. And that's where we as clients of yours get sort of this, this, the, the benefit of the experiences, right? It's almost like that straight shot, like you've been there, you've been in those, you know, low moments and you know exactly how to get people out of it because you've experienced it yourself. I have a a, a girlfriend of mine who owns a, 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 a hip and happening company, just growing, just really scaling right now and growing. She has a, um, you know, a hair care line that is sustainable and all that. And I remember her telling me a story that, you know, she wanted to get into Nordstrom so bad. Like it was like something she wanted to get into so bad and and she, and they got in, but you know, but just like you, it wasn't all it was meant to be because like there were so high returns and almost like product down to the bottom, but returned, you know, things like that, that she didn't anticipate. And it was kind of a disappointment, but boy, did she learn. Right. Boy, did she learn who she's going to pick next and if she's ever going to do that again and all that. So that's sort of our um, school of life as a business (laughs) owner. This is how we actually learn. It's painful. But, you know, it's the power of struggle that makes us better and better, really, and the power of the people around you. So the, the title of the show being how and who help you get there, it really is about the people around you, not only your mentors, but in our in the Pinnacle Global Network, we have we have fellow business owners that co- continuously give us 
um, feedback and are invested in our businesses in a way that where they're not even, they don't have any benefit other than seeing you be successful, which is such an amazing thing about being part of a Pinnacle Global Network. I mean, many of the people here today on the show are part of this amazing group, Sharon and Cheryl. I know Kristen has been in the past. So it's really, um, it's really about learning from the wisdom in your life, but surrounding your people understands understand the journey because it isn't for the faint of heart. My next question is kind of interesting because it's kind of, it's to me, it's a very special question. It's about intuition and gut feeling. How much, and I'll direct this to you first, Melissa, how much do you feel like intuition and gut instinct of an entrepreneur is important for them in business? Oh, I think it's, yeah, I think it's super important, super important. And that's part of the reason why having a mentor is so important because I think sometimes we ignore what our gut is telling us. And when you can actually voice it to somebody else and kind of walk, talk it out a little bit, then you realize, yeah, that that's right. It usually has to do with making decisions, right? I mean, yeah. business owners, all they do all day long is make decisions. And so yeah. sometimes, you know, you get caught up in, oh my gosh, I should be doing it because without really paying attention to your gut instinct, and at that point is, um, you know, is when it becomes, you know, a big mistake. Um, I think gut instinct also plays a huge role when you're hiring people, um, you know, to really pay attention to that gut. And I'm telling you, I've been burned a few times. And now whenever I have that feeling, I voice it. I don't just keep it in. I'm like, I voice it out. So, um, yeah, I think it's, it's really, really important. I also, you know, not to not to say that also really working on strategy is also just as important, but the two can go hand in hand. And, um, you know, when you know something, pay attention to it and at least talk to somebody else about it. That's that's what yeah. I would say. Yeah, for sure. Gut instinct. To me, I asked that question because I generally just in life in general and in business, I lead from gut. That's like my first place that I go when I'm making a decision. It's like, what, what is my, I take the temperature, like what am, how am I feeling about this? But I do believe, and everybody has access to their intuition, their gut feeling, but not many, some people just don't really tap into it as much, or they don't, not aware of it as much. I think business owners are some of the people that really work on, on that and their intuition, how they feel about things and decision-making. So I just think it's one of those really cool things as business owners are so aware of. And so your thoughts, Lacey, on that? You know, I'm just going to mention one other thing. Lacey, I'm sorry, but I'm thinking no, like, go for it. Sometimes your gut instincts are also like your old story. So you have to be careful and, you know, be able to disseminate that this is, is this my old story keeping me safe? Or is this, you know, you have to kind of have that internal conversation. That's all I have to say. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, it's so important to look at the flip side, right, of it. I mean, you can't, and the thing is, it's like you can't have one flat rule. You know, rule, you know, there's certain guidelines as a human you kind of go by, you have based on your values and where you come from and your experiences, but every rule has exceptions. Otherwise you'd be so rigid, you really can't advance. So um, Sharon is, you know, she's seconding what you're saying, that gut instinct versus your old story, really being aware. Is this the old story? Is this, you know, something I should pay attention to? So Lacey, your thoughts on, on intuition and, and how that guides you or what you have your perspective on that? 
well, I, I'm going to piggyback on something you said earlier in the show, which was it takes guts to be an entrepreneur and to run a business. So by design, your guts are really important. You know, your gut instinct is something to really pay attention to. And I would absolutely second Melissa on that because yes, it is your intuition. And that is something that you don't want to deny and you want to have a conversation about. But if you are operating on gut instinct based on fear or based on, I did something before and it didn't work out. So my gut is saying, stay away from it now. I think that's where leadership comes in and being able to have the conversation with your team and say, well, my gut is telling me this. So this is how I'm feeling about it. I'd also love to open up the floor to you to see how you're feeling about it, because you might be thinking in a way that's backwards versus forward, or your gut instinct might be there to help you move towards something else or something a little bit more forward. So yeah, 100%, it's it's good, but it's also from that like lizard brain part of your yourself. So, you know, don't always take it as absolute truth of like, I know my gut is saying this is this is it because it might just be like a little inkling that tells you to think about something a little bit further. Yeah, there's a lot of layers here, actually, with Melissa bringing up that point about, you know, fear or old story. There's actually a lot of layers to it. The question is bigger, actually, very deep questions. (laughs) Sorry. Um, But the big thinkers on the pinnacle, we're the big, deep thinkers on the pinnacle um, team. So sorry about that. <laughs> and we're in perfect. We're in perfect company. As Cheryl is saying, it's a great point about the old story. It is my fear, her fear, or old story, or am I in the present moment to receive that intuition? Um, so you know. So the point is really well taken. You can see how it's getting people thinking. And Kristen says, sometimes I wonder if my gut feeling is business based in fear. I think this definitely could be tied to my old story. So. Obviously, Melissa, you kind of hit, you know, something very valuable there because and, you know, we're all about awareness as business owners. We're very in tune with ourselves and we think about our thoughts and we're always really aware uh, because we are used to these exercises. We're used to our minds sort of doing this thing, going from one thought to another, thinking deeply about concepts and, you know, success and purpose and why. So we really are designed just by virtue of being business owners to think in this way. Um, you know, I, th- this reminds me of a book I read, Blink, and I'm sure, you know, I don't know if anybody knows that, but it's sort of about becoming an expert and how experts really can tell, like when they look at something and they they have a gut about something, like an expert, you know, museum cur- curator would look at a Picasso and know it's a Picasso because of all the experience, all the hours and hours experience and the ex- that, that they've lived through that they don't they they have that shortcut so there's that too which is so interesting so when i use gut instinct it's like in decision making like i think about okay does how does that feel but also in hiring like you were saying melissa you know i i'm always thinking about this person i'm talking to how do i feel about them how do am i comfortable around them you know so all that is about instinct you know and how you're what you're thinking and what you're feeling and how it's you're reacting to certain situations. So very, very interesting topic. We could have a whole episode on intuition and gut feeling. Um, So I'm going to talk about something really quick as we come to the close of the show is that that people don't think is that important, but I think is so critical to success in business. And that's self-care. I am curious 
um, you know, how important do you think, Lacey, self-care is for business owners? It's the most important thing. And it is the thing that gets completely dropped first. Yeah, It's the last, when you get into that, well, I'm speaking generally, but what I've seen and I battle it myself, but when you're so focused on something, you tend to drop the self-care because you, you are the thing that can be uh, neglected. Um, so I think it is so important because if you're not full, how can you possibly fill somebody else up or something else up? If we're not protecting our energy and our bodies, then we tend to hit walls. So many things unravel when we're not taking care of ourselves. It's so important. And if I could give anybody who's starting a business just a piece of advice is as you build your strategy, as you rebuild your identity and your 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 lifestyle and your routines, you know, you're going to change a lot of things. You're going to change where you drive to work. You're going to change your where you go, who you're with. All the things change when you start a business. But if you could build in a really solid exercise and nutrition routine from the beginning, don't wait till you're 10 years in and you're 30, 40, 80 pounds overweight and you've lost your fitness and your blood pressure is out the roof. Don't wait until then to try to build it back in. Build it from the very beginning. And if that's hiring a trainer or it's joining a gym or it's finding a yoga studio or it's getting a spin bike in your second bedroom, whatever it is, build it in from the beginning because it will catch up to you. It will derail you. And you are the only person who can protect yourself and keep yourself strong as your business gets stronger. hundred percent. A hundred percent. So I'm in the business of self-care. You know, I help my clients find that give them I give them permission to take care of themselves and in a way and you know my work is you know many people perceive it as clothes it's about the clothes but it's really not it's really clothes are a tool clothes are Mm -hmm. the tool that help up level the self-care up level the confidence emotional vibration make them feel bright and beautiful and happy and show up professionally but self-care is such a foundational piece in my business. It's almost like a value. Like I need to memorialize it as a value. And it's so important for business owners. One of the very first things before I had my business, I helped my husband build his business. He's a dentist. And I, everything that we did to build his business was based on him taking care of his physical body. Uh, because his 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 physical his business is so taxing on his body, just and he would laugh at me. Like I would tell him, "You need to, you know, get physical therapy, like massage therapy, every two weeks." And he'd be like, "I don't need it every two weeks." I'm like, "You need it." And he is so he, you know, he's so grateful now that he felt he really followed the course because he's healthy, he's happy, he loves what he does. He's not. Many of his colleagues are. They complain in the morning getting out of bed that they they can't walk, you know, I mean, and we're very we're young, you know, and, and nowadays people are going to live to be 100. Right. So you really do have to take care of that body so that you can sustain the people that you're serving. And so, Melissa, I know we talked this to death, but I would love your thoughts on self-care. Well, yeah, I've always been a proponent of self-care, absolutely, 100%. Um, and, you know, when it comes to, like, exercise, I it's funny because I've always looked at my schedule and put in my exercise for the week, and that's the first thing I, I schedule. 
And I have, you know, two, two assistants that work with me and they're like, oh, she can't do it in the morning because she's working out, you know, but I've really carved out that time for myself. Not only does it help me make me feel strong and empowered, but it literally like I can't do it in, in my head if I don't get enough of that exercise and I don't get enough of that the endorphin thing going on and I can find myself um, getting low, low energy. It's like so, so, so important. So um, I know that we've worked with a lot of clients, they'll come to us and that will be one of the questions that we will ask them, you know, what do you do for self-care? And when they don't have any kind of regime, it becomes front and center. We want them to, to pay attention to that because it's just like what they say about, you know, I mean, we've heard it over and over again, but like in an airplane when, you know, you always have to put the oxygen mask on, on you first before you put it on somebody else, but it's so true. And when your gas tank is empty, nothing works. And that's also when you get sick. Absolutely. Like what would be the point of having a business where you're serving others and you're not well? Yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah. exactly. Yeah. yeah. No, I mean, I am so excited that both of you made the time to be here with me today. Um, you know, Lacey gave her one piece of advice and that's how I was going to close with that question. So Melissa, what is one piece of advice you would give to um, business owners uh, one piece of advice would be to stay in possibility. Mm. Don't close off what opportunities might be just around the corner. Like keep thinking um, magically. It's really, really important to fantasize and dream. And that's how you manifest. Love it. Because there's this quote that I had posted on my feed not that long ago that said, People, when I am daydreaming, daydreaming, I'm actually working. <laughs> when I'm daydreaming, I'm actually working because I'm building in my head, right? Yeah. yeah. So this is the genius, right? People like you. This is the genius that you find in an organization like Pinnacle Global Network that I'm a part of. I've been a part of for six years. I will always be a part of it for the life of my business. And this is why it is like being having people like yourselves in my life as I grow my business to see me through my successes, to see me through my downs. People like Allison Maslin, who leads the company, uh, Pinnacle Global Network, and is the founder of the company that really got me believing in myself. Like, I, you need to do this for yourself. Um, so many of the mentors in the group and the community, right? We have what? Almost 250 people in that community, like Sharon, like Cheryl, who's here on with us, like Kristen, who, I mean, have become my best friends. <clears throat> they have become people that are invested in my growth and my company. And I don't mean they're my clients. I mean that they are actually partners in my growth. Like part of my board of trustees, like if I have a question, I know who to go to. It's a community where there's every profession possible in that we can actually run a whole island with all the professions in that, in, in Pinnacle Global Network. I would love to just give people as we wrap up, I wanna give people a sense of, like if they wanted a business mentor, if they want to be part of a community like Pinnacle Global Network, do you have like any information to give them about that, Melissa, where they can, you know, connect or I mean, I think we could probably put a link in for the next big event, but is there, can you give some advice on how they can find you guys? Well, they can go to our, our website. That's a good place to start, Pinnacle yeah. Global Network. Or, and, or they can also look up Allison Maslin. She is all over YouTube. She's all over Instagram, TikTok. I mean, everywhere 
social media lives, Allison lives. Um, yeah. So, you know, those are two different ways of, of finding us. And also, um, I think you're, you'll be putting in a link sometime for um, our event that's coming up. Yep. So with the with the hashtag mentor and shine um, for anybody here, we will be putting a link in for the next event. And is this an event where people can actually bring a friend, Melissa? Yeah, it's actually an event where they can bring a business owner. It's yeah. instead of just bringing a friend, we want them to be able to bring a business owner. Yeah. And um, you know, there are some some criteria involved with that, and it's going to all be on uh, the website as well. So when you give them the link, they'll they'll learn all about it. It's really going to be an amazing event. It's going to yeah. be fantastic. And that's coming up soon. It's coming up in November, I want to say, September. or is it September? September, right? Yeah, mm -hmm. in September. I think it's September eighth through the tenth. But we'll put the link up for people to check out. And um, we are, you know, um, I mean, I'm going to be there. I know there's the the beauty of it is that you're you really get to meet some outstanding business owners, and I just I, I really can't wait. And I would be remiss to wrap up this show without bringing Rick up to just have him as as both of you are a part of the show huge part of the show because you know you're part of pinnacle global network rick is sort of like like i said the wind beneath the wing so rick please don't be shy please come out from the production room and, and let everybody see your face and i'm here you know, he's wearing my waist at the cap i, I make him wear the waist up wardrobe cap. <laughs> <laughs> and i just want to say so rick is a very low-key guy but Boy, is he a genius. When it comes to video production, when it comes to that sizzle reel people watched as we opened, when it comes to even his coaching, he is a coach when it comes to this video production. I always say God loves me because people that come to my down my path are just, I just really get blessed with the people that run in my path that I run into. And Rick, you've been such a cornerstone in this business in general and just everything you've done to make this show happen and just be a part of my journey. I'm so grateful for you. So I just wanted to, you deserve like a highlight for ep on episode 100. <laughs> well, I appreciate the kind words. I mean, to do a hundred episodes like you've done, not many people, number one, are willing to do that or even capable of doing that. And like you said, I mean, it, it takes, it takes a lot of guts to do something like this. And, and, uh, I, you know, I've, I've said this before. I remember the way back when you first contacted me and we started doing stuff in front of the camera, how shy you were. It's like, what am I going to say? How should I, uh, am I, do I look right? You know, where do I look? <laughs> Just all the, all the things that, that initially made you nervous. Now you're, you know, you're a podcasting pro, so or a live stream pro, so this is awesome. Definitely, you're coaching. I mean, I remember when I first started recording video, my eyes would do something weird. He's like, well, "Your eyes are kind of going wide." I mean, all the funny things that have happened, and all the blooper reels you've created from those things are like so funny. But thank you from the bottom of my heart. You are amazing. I love you. You are the like the guy uh, that I go to for everything when it comes to technology. Thank you, ladies, for being here. I am so, so blessed. And I'm so blessed to be able to make a hundredth episode. The main takeaway here, Waste Up Wardrobe Nation, is that as a business owner, you need to have people in your life that will get you there. And as I say that, I get chills. Today, we celebrated 100 episodes of Waste Up Wardrobe. We have the red balloons behind us here to, uh, oh, where is it? 
to, to prove it that we're celebrating today. And the main takeaway is you should have a mentor who tells you what to do sometimes in those low, low moments and, um, and guides you through that. Um, and a lot of tips that we discussed today are so critical to the success of an entrepreneur, really understanding your intuition, being aware of your old story, all these big ideas, right? As entrepreneurs, you'll tap into that. And when you have a mentor, they really help you see it from a different perspective, just like you heard Melissa and Lacey talk about that here today. Remember, you can be part of a group of, of brilliant minds that are in business. You can have a mentor. And, you know, right here we have one lead that you can tap into just to kind of explore that idea with Pinnacle Global Network. I happen to be very partial to Pinnacle Global Network because they have been my mentors. But, you know, you need the guidance. You need the guidance to really get to those big, audacious goals. And sometimes family members, as much as they love you, they are not the right guide. So there you have it. Episode 100 of Waste Up Wardrobe. Waste Up Wardrobe, where we bring you a new, fresh episode every single Thursday at 1130 live so that you can have a dialogue with us. Join us next week, where we bring you a new, fresh episode at 1130 on Thursday in the Facebook page at Waste Up Wardrobe.